Are you looking for a podcast to take out of the box and play with? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm hype. How are you? Whoa! I am less hype. You want to know what? You want to know what? What? You live in the Google ecosystem, right? <laughs> I live in the Google. I'm a robot. I am you are an entity. In the Google sphere, right? I am. I'm a just bits and bobs, some little pieces of internet all clustered together. Then come fix my Google Home. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong with it? She has denied me multiple times. Did she just okay. say no and turn off? Basically. So her thing right now is I'll be like, hey, Google. And then she goes, ah, uh, wait a minute while I get on the Wi-Fi. And then she never gets on the Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. So I reset her. I wiped her memory banks. She is oh. a new human, right? Okay. She's brand new, fresh out the box. Literally so easy to set up. Ask her questions. Turn the lights on and off. Great. Next day, I'm all like, hey, Google, I've missed you. You're so beautiful. And she goes, wait a minute while I get on the Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. So I don't like her anymore. So she's just off the Wi-Fi forever? I guess. I'm done with her. I'm done with her. I don't know what to do with her. Okay. (laughs) She is throwing a temper tantrum for no reason. That's odd. It started when we got our new internet and modem and Wi-Fi and shit. Maybe they're fighting. But why? I don't know. Because she did just fine. She <clears throat> she installed so easily. She told me a joke, right? <laughs> okay. Everything was great. And then the next day, I was just like, yo, will you do the lights, please? Because believe it or not, when I use Google, I always say please and thank you. Good. Good boy. <laughs> yeah, because I am not making her pissed off at me. And yet she's pissed off at me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what to do. Like, she just will not connect. I mean, so I think always... I'm going to reset it again, but do the 2G and not the 5G network on the modem. Okay. And see if that makes a difference. You could always switch to an Amazon Alexa if you hate yourself. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not okay. going to do that. No, I will stick with the Google. I mean, I miss her, though. I miss her. <laughs> I think about it every day. And her little Australian accent for no reason. I would what? just be like, hey, Google. And she'd be like, Ormiga. What? She put her in like Australian mode? Yeah, of course Maybe I did. That's it why she sounded doesn't... the best. I think that's what's wrong with her. <laughs> oh, man. She sounded phenomenal. With I told you, I like, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like that little bit of kiwi in there, right? <laughs> Strange human. And... <laughs> I would be like, hey, Google, and she'd be like, Omega. Oh, like, for some reason, she would just say Omega every time I talked to her. <laughs> but, like, everything was fine. And literally, when we got the new internet, she was having trouble. Yeah. And I think I fixed her. I don't know if I ever did get her fixed. I think she just swapped to that, like, I can't get on the Wi-Fi problem. And I finally had enough after, like, a month or two. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to put a paper clip in you. Just restart you, you know? Yeah. 
stick a paperclip up there. And then she was fine. She was totally happy. Everything was great. And I didn't put her back in the Australian. I just, I just like, let her be her. Okay? Okay. And then the next day, she said, fuck off. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what to do with her. Like, I'm Maybe at a loss. Maybe she has a drinking problem. Maybe she goes out at night and just gets real fucked up and can't remember shit in the mornings. I don't know. Why even say, let me get on the Wi-Fi if you're never going to attempt to get on the Wi-Fi? Because yeah. she says, let me get on the Wi-Fi, and her lights go off. So, I mean, she's not active. She's not doing anything. Maybe she is. Maybe she's, like, back there with a fucking socket wrench, and you just can't see her. I don't think so. I think she's just, like, sloughing me off, like, hey, le- let me get on the Wi-Fi, my dude. That's, like, her, her my <laughs> last email. <laughs> like, go read this for a while while I actually do nothing. Yeah, that's it's just he's just reading a newspaper in there. <laughs> She's just like, oh, um, yeah, it's it's really big back here. Give me a minute to look a bit more. And then she just sits oh, there no. again, you know. Our internet, it's broken. God, fucking Google. I just want to be able to do the lights without having to pull out my phone because it's just a lot faster to just go, hey, Google, turn the living room light on. And then it just happens. Right? I'm the exact opposite. I hate talking to the Google. I pull out my phone. Now that that's an option, like on Android 12, that's the one blessing of it is your menu for that is just right in the uh, the dock that you pull down from the top. It's like, here's all your devices. What do you want to do with them? And you can turn all your shit on and off from here. See, I got to go to the Hue app. So, you know, I mean, I have it on my front page. Yeah. It's not a problem, but like I got to get my phone out of my pocket unlock my phone, go into the app, the app has to load, and then I gotta click it, and I guess I got fucking big-ass fingers, because, like, <laughs> I'll go to hit it, and instead, it's like, what color light do you want? And I'm like, no, I want it to come on, and it's like, oh, okay. So I hit the button, and then it goes to, like, move it and slide it around, like, oh, you want to rearrange these tiles? And I'm like, no, I just want to turn it on or oh my off. God. And it's a fucking hassle, so it's easy to just be like, can you please turn the light off? And she goes, Okay, dude. I can do it for you. And then we're done. Then we're done. But she is over me. And frankly, it's hurt my feelings a little bit. Maybe she was tired of the please and thank you. Maybe she just wants to be a little... She wants it to be a little saucy. Maybe she just wants to be ordered around. Maybe. (laughs) Be like, hey, turn that light on or you'll get the paper clip again. And she's like, woohoo. Oh my god. So, I don't know. Hey, speaking of uh, men talking bad to women, do you want to hear about (laughs) (laughs) my favorite dumpster fire? Speaking of uh, sticking a paperclip in there. uh, Sure, Um, why not? Can I click this thing? No, I don't want you to click it yet because I want to surprise you with what the fuck is happening. You're going to be equally as angry as I am about this, I think. So we had talked previously, I think it was on Friday Roundup, about um, Blizzard co-lead Jennifer O'Neill wanting to resign, right? Yes. So after, um, what, their CEO or whatever was forced to step down, they hired two people. They hired a man and a woman, and they were like, we're going to have both of them lead it, and it's going to be great because before it was just a man in charge, and then we had all these problems with, like, sexual scandals, and if a woman's in charge in the same position as a man, that won't happen. Okay. And they had them, like, working together side by side for a few months, and Jen O'Neill just suddenly kind of left, and she was like, yeah, I mean, I like what Blizzard's doing here. I just want to make sure that, like, the rest of the industry can do it, too, so I'm going to leave, and I'm going to go help other companies be 
better to women. But did she help that the first company? So there was this thing that just came out. It was it came out the exact same day that um, fucking CEO Bobby Kotick was. There was a whole article in the Wall Street Journal about um, how he covered up a bunch of sexual abuse allegations and like okay. some seriously shitty stuff. So I think this part of the article kind of got swept under the rug of all that. So Jen O'Neill was in the same position as Mike Ibarra and Mike Ibarra and Jen both had been lobbying to Blizzard. So they came from like different areas of the company. Jen was over vicarious visions and uh, Mike was over something else that I forget what it is now, but they, they were in different positions. So naturally they were getting different pay. And when they came to the same position, okay, they were told like we're gonna make your pay equal now, and they didn't do that, <laughs> and they okay. just kept being like, "Yeah, we'll make it equal because you deserve it," and then they didn't, mm-hmm. and they just kept like stringing Jen along, being like, "Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna happen sometime. We'll pay you the exact same as this man who's in the exact same position as you," and Mikey Barra kept emailing them too, and he's like, "Hey." you guys told us that we'd be paid the same and I feel real shitty that Jen's getting paid a lot less than I am. And it's just not a good look for the company, especially with all the shit that they're going through. And that's like one of the main reasons that Jen left and that just came out and I'm (sighs) okay. Fucking shocked about it. (laughs) So I don't even know what to think anymore. You know, like I'm just every single, every single new article that comes out about Blizzard, I can't help but like, read it and consume it and be like, what are they doing now? Because it's, it's my favorite bad thing to, to, to dig through. I'm like a raccoon digging through this <laughs> trash can. Yeah. <sighs> it just makes me so mad. And, um, there was also just a whole bunch of stuff that O'Neill, she, she wrote about being quote unquote tokenized, marginalized and discriminated against. So even if they were putting her in that position, it was still like, Wow, we have a woman there, so we can't be bad anymore. See, look, she was like just a face for that, basically. Yeah. So, I'm proud of Jen for not just like completely, you know, salting and burning the fields as she left. <laughs> but yeah. I think now that that has come out, it's just another piece of like hmm, Blizzard is way way shittier than all of us could ever have imagined, and it just keeps on going down. Like every single new article that comes out is worse and worse and worse. And I don't know when or where it's going to stop. So I actually heard something today. Oh, about Bobby Kotick. Yeah. So apparently, you know, like everyone's like really like, Oh, we want you gone. Right. Uh huh. Uh, he came out and just said, I would consider it. Okay. All this shit has been, like, you know, thrown his way, and he just goes, like, maybe I'll leave. Who knows? Maybe. Doesn't it... Man, what is it like to be a white man? I want to know. It's got to feel so different than any... anything a woman goes through in corporate America. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. Like, he basically has been, you know, found to have done all these awful things... The world is clamoring for him to leave, and he literally said, um, if I feel like it, I will. Yeah, like, maybe I'll leave. If it's if it shows up on my to-do list today, I might do that. Yeah. What a fucking shitty time to to live in. You know, I feel like... I feel yeah. like... 
I don't even have words for how it makes me feel. It just makes me feel very small and sad. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that I watch, uh, the Spawn Wave channel. I think I've talked about that one before. Spawn Wave? Is that related to, uh, it's Clownfish TV? No. No, 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 no. Clownfish is hot garbage. <laughs> Spawn Wave is amazing. Like, if you guys don't watch him, if you want video game news, I like him. Like, okay. I've been, I've been watching him daily for about two years now. So he's not hot garbage. He's cold facts. I, I fucking love him. He's just like a guy that used to work for GameStop, and now he does like a video game news channel, and it's pretty cool. And he does like a lot of like tech breakdown stuff. So I think Richard would get down on like some of his uh, like okay, we got the new PS5 in. Let's like fucking take it apart and see how all the pieces work. You know? Okay. Yeah. Because uh, did you know the PlayStation Five has a liquid coolant on the cpu really so he was like i want to know what it looks like so he opened it up and like showed it off and he's like it's liquid it has liquid metal as the coolant on the cpu wow that's weird and so he was like yeah that's interesting but how does it work because liquid metal can dry over time so like how hard would it be to replace it and stuff right yeah so he like opens it up like scrubs it off and like reapplies new stuff to be like okay this this like wouldn't be a big deal if it came to that down the road you know yeah so richard might get down on that shit okay well that's called a tech wave so he's got like multiple channels and shit but he's been talking about bobby kotick like every day (laughs) that's nuts and he's like but i mean what's the real point if he leaves because if he leaves he gets a severance of probably tens of millions of dollars man or he stays and makes hundreds of millions of dollars so either way <sighs> he's fine Doesn't matter yeah to him. i mean his life isn't gonna be any worse or better for for all this scandals like he literally threatened yeah. to have an assistant killed and everyone's just chill about it <laughs> like yeah. it's a whole entire mess and it upsets me like i really have thought i've thought long and hard about it right yeah there is something that happens when you have money yeah and i want to know what that is i know i would love to have because you know it's not like 100 percent guaranteed thing we just discussed in the pre-ramble about Keanu Reeves literally going, don't pay me to put another person in this movie. Yeah. So there are people that aren't allured into whatever this, like, crazy thing is that comes with money. You know? Right. It's 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 all in your morals. Like, what are you like as a human down at your core? That's what money brings out in you. Are you actually yeah. a good person who wants nothing but fun for the world? Then you're going to live like Keanu Reeves and just give away all your money and have a happy life. Or if you're threaten to kill people. <laughs> yeah. And, and then cover go, up maybe all I'll leave my job because of abuse. it. It's just, it's a <laughs> fucking mess. Like, Even Nintendo is in the mix now. Like Nintendo. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Nintendo came out. <laughs> and okay. was, they talked. So first of all, do you know who the Nintendo of America president is? Uh, Doug Bowser. Yeah. The man's name is Doug Bowser. And I was. Yeah, dude. <laughs> completely jarred because I was reading these reports and it was like. Bowser said, and you were yeah, like, oh, and I was like, <laughs> hold on. 
know. Are you like a little weirded out that I knew his full name like right yeah. off the bat? <laughs> a little bit, but I'm I'm happy that you did. Um, yeah, so uh, Bowser is quoted as saying, along with all of you, I've been following the latest developments with Activision Blizzard and the ongoing reports of sexual harassment and toxicity at the company. I find these accounts distressing and disturbing. Uh, yeah, Doug Bowser. Yeah. They run counter to my values as well as Nintendo's beliefs, values, and policies. But like... Yeah, Nintendo don't do that shit, man. But like, what are they doing about it? Like, are are they in the pocket of Blizzard? Does Blizzard... Really? Do, do Blizzard and Nintendo have a relationship is what I want to know. Because so, I know... It's not even Blizzard. Like, Blizzard is is a tiny piece of the company that they do business with. Yeah, Activision as a whole, I guess, is like the yeah. main problem. So Activision is one of the biggest third-party publishers that exists. Yeah. So, I mean, you could definitely make a statement and be like, we just won't carry a Activision game. Okay. And I know that it's not proper grammar, an Activision game, but... That's like saying, hey, we're not... Well, this is what you're saying. You're saying we're not going to sell Call of Duty on our new console. Okay, yeah. And with it being the biggest selling game, you could definitely shake the tree if you didn't buy it. Yeah. If one of these people, if one of those big three, right, Mm -hmm. would say, we won't sell Call of Duty, you you would catch their attention. I hope that somebody takes the step. You know, I just, I want somebody to just step up and be like, we're going to be the ones who put our foot down actually on this because I know there's money at stake and corporations operate. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Corporations operate first on money and then like 50th on human emotion. I was about to so, say, where's the morals on that one? Yeah. It's just it's depravity everywhere is what it is. Activision. All right. So the way it works I remember it kind of right. All right, so let's say PlayStation. All right, so let's just go with PlayStation because they've already stepped their foot in before. Uh-huh. They sell Call of Duty to you digital, right? So yeah. you buy it. I think 90% of it goes back to Activision, but PlayStation gets like 10% of it. Okay. So that's basically like saying we're willing to give up 10% of all of Call of Duty sales and Call of Duty alone let's say just on PlayStation, probably sold a good million dollars. Yeah, it's a heavyweight. Like, more than that, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's like saying we're willing to throw away half a million dollars on this stance, you know? Right. It's a, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you did it, you would make, you would, you know, cause waves. Like, For sure. you would legit shake the system if you did that. And that's what that shit takes. But... In our, I I just know one of these days we're having a full capitalist episode. Like, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess in, like, an older time, you could get by with that, right? Yeah. Because it, things weren't so interconnected that you could just easily transition to a competitor, right? Right. But, I mean, if PlayStation said that, let's say 30, I mean... I'm going to be, like, pretty good with the numbers. Let's say 30% of people were like, I agree with that, and decided yeah. not to buy it, too. 70% of those people are like, it's just for my kid. 
too bad. I'm good at that game. It's an esports game, so you know you're still going to have a lot of people that are buying it. Yeah. Those seventy percent of people that would have bought it at PlayStation would probably just go to Xbox. Would go somewhere else to still get it, and it would be in that other company's interest to be like, oh, they're taking that stance, and we definitely are not because we're going to make just a fucking big load of money. Yeah. It's a fucking risk to decide to take that leap. Would everybody side with you or would somebody capitalize on your good moral? Yeah, it's and that's it's the problem. Just, this is why capitalism is bad. This is one of the many, many reasons why capitalism is bad because it feeds on prick shits like this. Morals don't benefit a business. <sighs> yeah. And I know that there's people that are like, you know, that's why I do Tom's because they donate a pair of shoes for every shoe you buy, right? Yeah. They ain't the top shoe brand. No. <laughs> I mean, there are companies that do that, and it's great on them, and they are successful, but they are not wildly successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if Tom's decided to secretly stop giving shoes to everybody, then, you know, things would look a little bit different in their finances, and we would never be any the wiser. Yeah, so. but they would get more finances and they would probably do bigger things. And that's when we'd be like, how how come you can do this now? Yeah, I don't know. Capitalism it's, sucks. Yeah, it's like a whole we can we can talk about it all day long. But like somebody has to make the move, you know, Yeah. and that's that's a hard ask. It, it really is for some. Um, re- I mean, I, I don't know. Do you want to crack this thing open? <laughs> I think so. Like that got a little bit more heated than I thought. Thanks a lot, Bowser. Thanks, Bowser. Whoo! I had one of those like side spritzes, like psh, right out the Ooh, side. No, it's gonna be juicy. This is my first Dr Pepper in um, a couple days. What? Are you okay? <laughs> no, I was not okay. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was Dr Pepper's, but my tummy wasn't happy for a few days. Oh no. So I was like, no peppers, let's do was water. It, was it after our Friendsgiving? You were like so full at the end of Friendsgiving. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I got fucked up. <laughs> Plus like five peppers. And I was like, you know what? Let's just like chill. Yeah. There was let's a lot chill. of dairy in that pie, too. So oh, man. M- maybe the dairy fucked you up. It was just the abundance. Like I yeah. had <laughs> the decadence. I had a lot. I ate a lot. It was a good time, though. I had fun. It was. <laughs> I did not feel like playing any games. Yeah. I was like, I, I just want to like... sit and stare at each other and just be like, Ugh. I just want to lay on the floor together. Ugh. <laughs> That's a party right there. Uh, oh, you know what else is a party? Tell me. I've done it. What have you done? I have completed my mission. When I went to see Dune uh-huh. last week, right? Yeah. It pushed me over the threshold. I, You are listening to a Cinemark Platinum Movie Club member. Ooh, congratulations. And I was wondering if it went into effect like next year or what the deal would be. Oh, yeah. no. I've got that, that Platinum banner on my, on my app right now. I got an email that was like, you did it, good sir. And I was like, yeah, I did do it. (laughs) I saw the movies. So I I feel accomplished right now. Good. I 
fucking love going to the movies and to have like a movie thing that's like rewarding me for doing it it feels fucking cool dude yeah i bet now that i'm a rewards member in case you guys ever think about trying to get in it as well i i think for like your average person cuz i'll be honest me and movies not average i see movies way too fucking much yeah you you see like all of them i love going to the movies on the old movie club, you got one free ticket a month, which yeah. equated to your monthly subscription. So basically, you you never lost money because you were essentially paying for tickets in advance, in a sense, you know? Yeah. Like your subscription comes out of like nine ninety nine. That's a movie ticket and you get a free ticket every time. So essentially, you're trading in that money for, for a ticket, you know? Yeah. With the Platinum, you get two tickets every month. Hell yeah. So you're now gaining a ticket on top of what you're already essentially paying for. Yeah. Then you get fucking 25% off of concessions. <laughs> so if you were buying, you know, $10 worth of shit, you're going to take off 250 or whatever, right? Okay. That's good shit. Good shit. Because I was getting 20 before, and I I already thought that was great. Yeah, I mean, this program is really designed for people like you, I think. I mean... Oh, yeah. Not, not sponsored, just passionate. Robert is clearly the most passionate moviegoer we have. I love movies, man. Love Go listen oh, to the thanks. pre-ramble. Me and Kelsey vastly differ on the three-hour mark for a movie. God. <laughs> but here's the thing with that, though pre-ramble insights guys i think i talked on here one time about how we went how i went to see king kong when that came out like 2004 or whatever yeah me my mom and my brother were like kind of pissed about it we were like three hours yeah that's that is long entirely too long we were like they better like have an intermission and let you go pee (laughs) right a longer movie used to do that yeah. They don't do that anymore. They're like, no, you're in the long haul. We got to pump out these screens, you know? Right. So we went to see King Kong. It's a three-hour movie. Felt like an hour and a half. Man. Like, if a movie's good enough, the time limit doesn't matter. I suppose. I don't... I'm trying to think of the last movie that I saw that was, like, more than two hours, and I didn't wish they'd cut something. I mean, honestly, I felt the last James Bond movie could have trimmed a little bit. Really? I think most drama movies can trim out some stuff. Yeah, you're not a fan of the drama. Yeah, I think I think you guys can, like, sweeten that up a little bit. <laughs> Put an explosion or two in there. Well, like, Bond had some stuff that I think was just drug out a little too long. And really, even though it was the best scene in the movie... Yeah. Him and Anna de Armas, that whole scene could be wiped away and the movie doesn't change. Mm. I think it was just like, yo, I want my friend in here and she's <laughs> awesome. And yeah. she was awesome. But her scene does not matter. Like it could it 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 could go away. Yeah. Like that's about fifteen minutes that you could have trimmed out, you know? There's something that happens during her scene that's important, but, like, you could have stripped out her character, nothing would change. Okay. You know? 
So, like, there's things like that that can be trimmed. Every movie can be trimmed pretty good. But sometimes, if it works, it works, you know? I suppose. And the only movie that I can think of that I enjoy at that length is that King Kong movie. I, it, it fucking hits on all cylinders. Yeah. But so, now, I've got this movie club thing. And I need everybody to go to the movies with me. So I can be like, look at all these concessions we bought. And they'll be like, that's $100. And I'm like, uh-uh. Boom! And I whip out the app. <laughs> like from a holster. It's like, whoosh, and they go, oh, that's 75 And I'm like, you damn right. Do you get any more benefits off of that? Or is it just like, now, now you're at the top tier and you're like, you're you're fully fledged member. No, like I'm I'm full out. This is it for me. Okay. But I mean, I was happy with what it was before. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I mean, platinum just got created. This is like a brand new thing. Yeah. But because they introduced it so late in the year, they were like, "Well, hit this like minimum criterion, and then you can have it." Yeah. So it was buy like twenty four tickets or go to the movies eight times. So I've already been eight times then, I guess. Okay. Oh, and this was actually one of the biggest perks of why I got it in the first place. I don't know if you've dealt with this too much. It bothers me immensely. Okay. We now live in a world, as I said, that's very interconnected. There's almost no chance of you going to a a theater buying seats when you walk in the door. Yeah. You have to buy tickets online in advance. It's just the way it is. That's just how it be. So they started introducing online fees. So you buy a $9 ticket. It's got tax. And then they charge you a fee for buying it online instead of going into the place. That bothers me. Like, you make me buy it online and then you tack a fee on for me to make it more convenient for your workers? Like, why is there a fee? This membership waives the fees. Okay, that's worth it. Like, I mainly got this to waive online fees. Yeah, because fuck online fees. Yeah, and the online fee is not per transaction. It's per ticket in your That's transaction. That's so shitty. I hate that. It's like it's like a dollar a ticket. So essentially, a $9 ticket is 10 bucks. That makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah, so I bought this shit because essentially, I wasn't paying to outdo those fees. I was paying for a ticket, but I got that as well, you know? Yeah. It's all how you see the perks. And I don't think it costs any more to be in the plan. You just have to, like, go see enough movies in the year and you get the extra shit. Okay. So uh, I'm not paying more. I'm paying the same, but I get more shit now. Yeah. Because I can't get my ass out of a theater seat. (laughs) It has happened. I'm happy. And actually, I think I'm taking some people to see House of Gucci. Okay. Which we discussed was a long fucking movie. Yeah, two hours and 44 minutes. But I was like, we have to go to Cinemark so I can get us cheap concessions. Yeah, that's worth and it. they were like, no. Oh, so, okay. We'll <laughs> They're uh, Alamo Draft House people. Ah. Uh, Do we even have one of those near us? There's like a couple. I'm huh. not I'm not really into the like Draft House thing. I just like a, like a basic theater. Yeah. You know, like I don't need... Because even if you don't buy food, it still costs more because of all the people that are buying food. I always go to Studio Movie Girl. You know me. I love that place. And I feel like 
I feel like it's cheaper than anywhere else I've been. Like we have gone a couple of times to like the new big theater over in the colony and it's just, it's expensive. <laughs> I always think studio movie girl costs more. We always go see matinees, but I mean, that's probably why because yeah. matinees are usually half price. Yeah. If I'm trying to look Gotta at how that much a ticket is right now. What a crock, man. What? <clears throat> you can't see the price for a ticket unless you sign in. Oh, really? Yeah. What a, what a, I mean, I have an account, but I don't want to do that. I feel like last time I went to the movies, I paid like eight bucks for a ticket. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. For a, food? for a matinee though? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Why? Like a matinee at Cinemark is like six bucks. But you can't get like. Or like five bucks. Fried shrimp. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like doing that because then you pay the premium for food because the food uh, is not cheap. Yeah. Like, they might be like, oh, maybe the ticket's a little cheaper, but you spend way more. Yeah. Going to these places. But I, but I also don't do concessions. You just talked about how you're going to get 25% oh, off all your concessions. Not for me. I know everybody else gets concessions and I just oh like to be the guy that's like, saved you money. Okay. <laughs> oh, all this on me. As long as they pay me for it later. I always bring, you know, Walmart candy. <laughs> just cheap shit in my purse. That's what I like to do, but most times I just don't even do that. I just go sit and watch the movie. Okay. I can't have a drink because as soon as I sit in a movie theater seat, I don't know what it is. I got to pee. Oh my God. So if I even have like a sip of a drink, I'm like, fuck, I'm ruined. Cause there's like three hours left of this movie. We, when we saw, oh, when, when we saw Dune, I got a drink. That's a long movie. My eyeballs were floating, man. Did you take a pee break? Hell no. Oh it didn't, my God. It didn't break. I had to see the movie. You didn't even... I mean, that movie is just, like, two hours of desert. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know that now to tell you. Okay. I thought there was a bit more action in it instead of just, yeah. like, this is all set up, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I know the spots that I would have gotten up now. Okay. Like, I know the, like, good 30-minute chunk that I could have went and had a nice poop or whatever I wanted. <laughs> but, no, I don't. I don't get up during a movie. I'm not missing it. I paid I paid to see this movie. I'm not leaving. You know? Okay. That's a waste of money. Well, let's uh you wanna take a pee break in this podcast? Yes. Alright. Let's go. What are vampires gonna do, like now that the internet is around and people can document their existence? <laughs> That's what I wanna know. Finally come into the spotlight and be like, just accept me as me and let me do my shit forever and we'd be like, Okay. Like if Keanu Reeves came out and said, Hey, I'm a vampire. We would all be like, cool, keep making John Wick forever. Just do that. We would be fine. Yeah. And then we <laughs> would have horrific assassinations by like Van Helsing style people. <laughs> and and then like we would get news reports and be like, Keanu Reeves was staked today. And we're like, no, no, <laughs> you know, what a, what a life where you're like on the news. You could hear about like a staking assassination. God, you know? I don't even want to imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to go insane with this topic. I think we should move on. Okay. <laughs> I could get into just like, because we already have like doomsday preppers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there would be straight up like 
Van Helsing style people. It's like these are monsters and their sole purpose is like take out our vampire movie stars. You know, God, I don't I don't want that. Imagine being the person who thinks Keanu Reeves is evil just because he's the vampire. Oh, no. I'm getting offended on behalf of something that doesn't exist. (laughs) If Twilight has taught us one thing, it's that vampires can be good. I'm mad for Keanu Reeves, even though he's not a vampire, and I'm mad at all the people that want to stake him right now. (laughs) Let's move on. If you guys enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the entire full bonus episode and so many things so many more things by going over to our patreon.com slash yimtope and signing up to be a patron um there's literally just so much you can get over there right now we have um how many reviews do we have at this point because we've been doing this for almost a full year now right so there's like at least 10 11 monthly reviews you can get uh there's like a good 40 something pre-ramble episodes there's so much for y'all and don't forget the Friday Roundup. That thing happens, too. Every single Friday, we're uploading a video episode for y'all. Uh, if you want to get in on that action, go check out the Patreon. And if you want to be the ultimate supporter, you want to get just that little bit more, you can get yourself some Yemtope gear over at the Yemtope Apparel store. We got all the good stuff. We got nice nice little mugs for your, for your cozy beverage. Get you a mug. Stay warm. The link to that shop is in the show notes. That's where it lives forever and always. And thank you so much to all of our supporters. We love you so much. Now get on back to that regularly scheduled Yumtope content. So this is following Black Friday. I decided not to spend as much as I thought. Good. (laughs) I did good. I think we had discussed, like, I came up with a spreadsheet. I did all that shit, you know? Yeah. Um... I even trimmed stuff out of the spreadsheet. Like, I went full-blown different with how I was going to do stuff. Okay, good. Uh, well, I had I'd actually found out. I watched a video, and that kind of made me change my thought process on it. Yeah. Did you know that more physical games are being sold on the PS5 than digital right now? Really? Why? Nobody knows. Like, analysts and everybody are like, didn't expect to see this happen. That's odd. One thing that I heard was people were like, well, now that games are, you know, $70, you kind of want to have something. Yeah. So maybe that's the deal. We don't know. But, like, there has been a massive, like, massive swing to physical sales again. Weird. Not really sure why. But I was like, well, I mean kind of that makes sense because most of the time physical is cheaper is it oh 100 percent of the time physical is always cheaper why you're not getting like a box or any product you're just getting like the download because convenience it's so much How? more convenient for you to just hit it in your home download oh. it so no yeah yeah it's okay cheaper to buy it physical than digital Digital okay. always costs more. So I guess, yeah, you're paying more for the convenience of just always having it there and not worrying about, like, your disc breaking or some shit. I, I think it's more just because you don't have to go to a store and people are more willing to just be like, I don't want to go anywhere, so I'll just buy it here. I'll, I'll pay more. You know? Yeah, that weirds me out that people are, like, wanting to actually go to the store in this the year of our Lord 2021. Uh, I'm hardcore doing that because most of the shit that I had on my Black Friday list digital for playstation has been 10 to 20 dollars cheaper physical that's so wild 
and it has always been that way. Like I've I've always tended to buy physical because it was cheaper, and then I started to kind of move more digital, to just things I didn't care if they disappeared. Okay. Because I know that these digital things won't be here forever, you know. I guess. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to be here forever. That's yeah. That's like a guarantee. But oh, speaking of that, we're in like the worst of like gaming life right now why are you ready for this no speaking of even physical games if digital goes away physical can't even save anybody do you know most games don't ship out complete in their package like you have to download shit like patches and stuff that no you download whole parts of the game well that's weird most uh nintendo switch games have like like, a third of the game on the cartridge, and then you download the last two-thirds. Why? That's the way it works. Well, so, so for Nintendo, that's because they went back to cartridges to avoid load times. Okay. But, cartri- but those cartridges hold so little data. Like, all those little SD cards that they make with the games on them yeah. can't hold half the games that they release. Okay. But there's no loading times. So, that's what they did. And that's why they, they don't go on sale, because those cartridges cost more. Yeah. So, who knows? That's, like, a whole thing in and of itself. But, like, I go buy a PlayStation game. I go buy an Xbox game. That Blu-ray disc, which is massive, can hold so much data, might have half the game on it. Jeez. And then you download the rest of it. Like, game preservation's in a weird fucking place right now. Yeah. For sure. But, uh... Yeah, I trimmed out most of my Black Friday stuff to just get physical. And there were, like, ones I didn't even put on my Black Friday list that I saw the physical price for and was like, that's the price I wanted. All right. So I did a little more damage than I thought I was going to do. I actually was looking at some of these, like, physical deals, right? Yeah. And I'd asked Taylor. I was like, do you just want to go to Best Buy later? I want to look at some shit, right? Yeah. Have you ever been to a store that's getting ready for Black Friday? I have been the worker at a store getting ready for Black Friday. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's bad times. Yeah. Like, it makes me wonder, where are these products most of the year? They don't have them. Like, they literally ship so much shit to you for Black Friday that you have nowhere to put it. It's just out on the floor because that's the only place that's left. Yeah, so I went in there to look at some... uh, some uh like ten dollar blu-rays right yeah i was like i'm gonna go look at these you know how many fucking tvs are just stacked up in the floor as many as they can fit computer monitors like printer like there's so many computer monitors i was like who's buying computer monitors like this are there (laughs) this many people building stream setups what's the deal you know yeah like there was just so much shit Every time I did Black Friday, I would do it in Oklahoma where it was, like, small and easy. And I keep forgetting how truly insane the world gets for it. Yep. You know? Gets bad. So, I'm glad I did not venture out. I'm wondering how Black Friday is going to be this year. Like, is it going to be as, you know, capitalist as it has been in years past? Are people still going to be... 100%. I hate Black Friday. <laughs> I, I mean, do you know what? Ev- I honestly wonder it has turned into more. 
What? And I think I realized this several Black Fridays ago. I don't think many actual people do Black Friday. I think scalpers do Black Friday. Oh. I think scalpers run out and buy all of this product for cheap. They sit on it for a bit and they sell it for normal price later. You might be right. Because I told you, I saw a dude get like 30 copies of the same game one time and had it stacked like under his chin, fucking Cinderella mouse style, right? Yeah. This dude was fucking Gus Gussing it, right? (laughs) Okay. And it's like the same copy of this Batman game. And it's like, I know you ain't playing fucking 30 copies and you probably don't have 30 family members that can use these copies. At most, you would need two to three. So why are you buying this many? And that was way before I was aware of like online marketplace scalping shit, you know? Yeah. So I just thought this guy was crazy. Okay. (laughs) You know, and I really think scalpers rush out, will buy all this up and try to fuck us over later. Yeah. I mean, why not, you know? Make a career out of it. And here I am just being like, can I get my $30 copy of Guardians of the Galaxy, please? You sure can't. I just want one copy. Because when I went to Best Buy, they were gone already. Man. I have officially converted to, like, online Black Friday only. Yeah, I... That is it. I think that's just the way to go. Like, I'm... I'm so up in the air on Black Friday, because, like, I like the deals. Who doesn't like the deals? But at the same time, every time I click something on the internet i'm just thinking about like the poor guy in the warehouse who's working a 12-hour shift and has to pack all this shit for black friday i don't know like the older i get i don't even i don't even know if it's an age thing i think the more disillusioned with the united states i get the less i like black friday yeah and it just makes me sad but it is what it is there's nothing i can do about it finally cheap movies there's not even like that good of sales this year though like i've I've looked for stuff. I don't, I typically don't even, you know, go out and look for shit on Black Friday. I'm not like on the hunt for anything in particular, but I just thought, you know, maybe I'll look for like tools from Home Depot or whatever. Maybe something that I need is going to be on sale, but like there's nothing, there's nothing that I want that's on sale. That is a good enough sale to justify me going and seeking it. Like the thing that I actively want is not is not really that big of a sale price. Yeah. But because I am me and I also just kind of, you know, have movies. Uh-huh. I don't know what movies are cheap, but I just went to what movies were cheap and I got a fuck ton. Okay. For no reason. But I mean, they weren't movies I was looking for, but I'm sure yeah. glad they were $10 for 4Ks. I mean, I just got it's sitting right here. I just got Ghost in the Shell, the anime. It's a 4K. It was $8. There you go. That is like, this is normally 27 bucks. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I guarantee you I was not on the hunt for this. Right. But it's a damn fine deal, you know. That's that's my thing for Black Friday. It's always been the same shit. I've never looked for other shit. It's yeah. always movies. It's always games. I know what kind of the turnout is. And it's always decent. Yeah, there's always good sales on Steam and stuff, you know, like we we covered Mm, at the ender of the last episode, there's always good online video game sales. That's kind of 
that's the only thing that I really look forward to on Black Friday. Like, how much more can I add to my Steam library that I'll never play? <laughs> Except for the games that, like, you, like, truly want, you know? Yeah. Like, like, that one game that you're dying to play, it doesn't go on sale. Right. I mean... But there's just a fuck ton of other stuff that does. Yeah. Like, why not get a bundle of 30 games or five books, you know? Oh, man. Speaking of that, I wish these would go on sale, but definitely not in a price range that I was comfortable with. I told you, didn't I tell you about when I tried to put that SSD that I had in my PlayStation and it didn't work? Yes. I did look at Black Friday for those that, like, would work. Okay. Woof. (laughs) Still too pricey. Okay. I need these rich people to be buying these up a lot faster so that it gets cheaper for us later. Yeah. But, like, sooner. Well... I've had that fucking SSD that I tried to put in the PlayStation for like a year. I got it like last Christmas, right? Yeah. And I have purposefully not put it in my computer because I thought it would be hard. And then I was like, well, actually, I'll just hang on to it till it works in the PlayStation. And then it didn't. So I was like, I'll put it in my computer. And I finally decided to do that. Nice. So this is why I don't, this is why I don't do that shit. Okay. Okay. I decided not to do it because I needed screws. I didn't feel like looking for screws because what if I don't get the right size? What if I screw it up? So I was like, I don't know. But I decided to look at some stuff that came with my computer. I found little tiny screws. It's like, all right, we got it. Here we go. Okay. I pull the computer out, open the case. I'm like, all right, we got to get this graphics card out of here because it's underneath that, right? Okay. I'm worried for you. <laughs> I have no idea how to get it out of there. And I'm like, okay. Um, ah, ah, I see. The pin thing that it's pressed into has a latch. I got to do that, right? Okay. So I do the latch. It comes up a bit more than normal. Still can't get it out. I'm like, okay. Um, ooh, I got to undo these screws on the case because there's something like kind of bracing it to the case, right? Ah, yeah. That makes sense. Unscrew those two things. I can't get this fucking thing out of there. And I don't want to hurt anything. I don't want to break anything. So I'm, like, right. scared to, like, do it too hard. And I go at this for about 25 minutes. Oh, my right? God. And I push it back in. The latch snaps again. And I'm, like, I'm staring at it. And I look down a little bit. And that M.2 slot is below the graphics card in plain view. I don't need to touch the graphics card at all. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So I just wasted all this time for nothing. Sweet. Oh, there's a screw in that hole already, so I can just use that one. Cool. Okay. There um, you go. It's about a $4, $4, a four-minute project. Took me, like, 40 minutes. Oh, my God. Like, once I figured out what I was doing and I, like, put everything back... How it was supposed to look in there. <laughs> yeah. Took me literally like four minutes. And that was only Jesus. because the tiny screw. It would have been nice to move the graphics card because there wasn't a lot of room to try to place the screw and hold it and then screw it in. Yeah. So it took me a long time just to get the screw to line up where it needed to go because there just okay. wasn't maneuver room. But if I'd had like a magnetic screwdriver, perfect. Didn't have magnetic one. Magnetic screwdrivers are such a blessing. You should get oh one. God. They're like. 
Everybody needs a magnetic I mean, screwdriver. I have one, but it's like a big one. And yeah. this needed like to be finessed. Little baby one. So I brought out like my really fine screwdriver set with like the long neck attachment so I can screw it, screw it from far away, you know? Yeah. I get it all set up. Turn it on. I have an SSD in there. Everything's perfect. But as I just found out before we started recording now, I think I somehow screwed up my Wi-Fi card in there because it, like, doesn't read Wi-Fi no more. Yeah, that's a little odd. I probably touched something that I shouldn't have touched. I don't know what I did. And now that means I have to... Because I have so much... I have it set up to where I basically can't get to any of the cords for the setup. Yeah. It's laid out the way it is. And now I have to unplug everything and plug it all back in again. And I'm a little over that shit because I've done it so many times lately. Yeah. I'm not into this right now. (laughs) But I did break something. So cool. That makes sense for me. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get it fixed and working and proper and nothing, nothing is broken too bad. Yeah, I bought a great Wi-Fi chip so that, like, the Wi-Fi would work good. And I get about the same speed through the Wi-Fi as I do with it hardwired. Yeah. Like, I bought a good chip for that shit. And if I fucked it up, uh, I mean, I'm not going to get too pissed because I was, like, 20 bucks. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And maybe there's a better one on the market. I built this two years ago, three years ago. There's probably a better one now. Who knows? Probably. But, like, why do I break shit? I can't do computer stuff. I fuck things up all the time. It happens. Computer stuff is such a learning curve. I guess. I need to quit overthinking. Yeah. Like, I I made that SSD installation a huge thing. If I had just taken the time to, like, look at what I was doing. Yeah. I'd have been done way sooner and way easier and probably wouldn't have touched too many things. I fucked that up. Computers have a way of just making you feel like you're not good enough at all, ever. <laughs> That's just how it goes. That is how I feel with them. They literally stress me out to no end. I just want to yeah. use them. I am a user, not a, not a maker. That is how I feel about all technology. <laughs> like, when you ask me God. questions about literally anything, I'm like, I just, I just live here. <laughs> That's why you've got to have certain people that you just assign to be in charge of that technology for you. Yep. I feel you. I won't I won't beat you up over acronyms as much because <laughs> I can be in your shoes. It's fun shoes. You should try them on sometime. Yeah. And then one one more thing. I just think it's fun. Okay. If you have Xbox Game Pass, go get the new Halo multiplayer. It's fucking fun. Yeah? I've never played Halo. Like I've played the campaigns. I never did multiplayer ever. Yeah. I'm not really that big into multiplayer as a whole already. Yeah. Like I mainly got into multiplayer with Overwatch. Right. And through Overwatch have gotten significantly better at multiplayer games. I I per- I kind of didn't like them cuz I I don't know. I felt weird is it weird that, like, I felt like it was kind of mean to be killing another person playing the game? I feel that. Like, there's sometimes in Overwatch where, like, I'm clearly not at the skill level of the person that I'm matched with. And 
it can go both ways, you know, like I can really yeah. stop on some people and then the next game I'm like, oh, these people have played like 2,000 hours more than I have and yeah. I clearly am not on their level. <laughs> like, I don't know, we're all playing the game to have fun and I was never like a big competitive game person anyway. Like I had a bunch yeah. of friends that would be like, oh, well, let's do like the time trials and see like who's faster. And I'm like, I just want to race and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've never been that competitive. Same. I don't do competitive shit. Yeah, so multiplayer didn't really draw me in too much because it was because it, to me, it feels like it's more about getting over on a person. Yeah, I have I have a theory, and I just want to like run this by you. I feel like younger siblings are yeah. not into the competitive realm, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if it's because like we got shit on by our older siblings as children, and now we're just like I don't want to do it anymore, <laughs> or if it's Probably. something else. But I feel like I'm a a little bit of a beta cuck about that shit. Yeah, I can definitely remember playing Mortal Kombat with my brother and being like, why do I play games? Like, this yeah. hurts my feelings. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But so, well, with Overwatch, it became more, it's an objective. It's not about really, aha, I beat you. Because, like, I've never been into kill-to-death ratios, right? Yeah. Like, people live for their... For their KD, right? Gotta know that KDR. Oh, dude, I fucking am a two. You know, I was always probably a point five, point seven five. You know, yeah. <laughs> I always die more than I than I kill somebody, mostly because I'm always playing the objective. Yeah, I'm not about killing you. I'm about winning the game. Right. If it's capture the flag, I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna guard yeah. that flag. I can have a shitty KDR and still win the game. Yeah. And some people just want to know that they murdered you so many times. Yep. You know? <laughs> so, I wasn't really big into it. Maybe that's why I didn't play Halo, because Halo people got, like, really into Halo when it, like, yeah. first was a multiplayer, you know? Right. And I was like, well, I'm going to try this one out. I got the battle pass and shit. I'm, like, going to get into this one. Okay. Because I hate Call of Duty. Halo feels like what I think a multiplayer should feel like. I've been seeing a lot of stuff lately where people keep saying that the the time to kill is too long. Okay. So, like, in Call of Duty, I gotta shoot a guy twice, and then he's dead, and I move on. But in Halo, I gotta shoot him, like, ten times, and then he's dead, and then I can move on. And people are, like, shitting on Halo, calling it a crap game for that. Okay. And I was watching a, a guy who was like... No, you've been spoon-fed shitty multiplayer into instant gratification multiplayers. It's so fast, you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. That's what Call of Duty is, and that's why I hate it. It's so fast-paced, and if you're not fucking, like, breakneck speed, killing yourself to play it... Yeah. You're not gonna have a good time. Right. Whereas Overwatch was a bit more slower-paced. It yeah. could get hectic, but, like, it's more about that objective, so it's... A bit more of a, a thinking man's game, you know, to me. Sure. Halo's a bit more of that. It's like, all right, let me let me plan an attack. Let me let me execute that, you know. Yeah. And it feel it just it just feels better. So if you're not too into multiplayer, I would try to get into the Halo one now. Okay. Multiplayer's fun. I think every multiplayer's fun when it starts. Because everybody's new, 
everybody's figuring things out. But about a year in, there's like the two guys that know everything about it that just make it a nightmare for everyone else. Yeah. You know, I like to play multiplayers for like the first six months and then I'm then then I'm out. And then skill creep takes over and people are like, actually, if you do this at this location with this fucking type of bullet, you can do this crazy thing that nobody else knows about. And then everyone starts doing that. And you're like, how do I, why am I so far behind? Yeah. I remember playing Gears of War a lot. Yeah. And there was a glitch that got found out where you could like, like warp into a train car that was on the map. That, like, you weren't supposed to get into, and you could shoot out, <laughs> but nobody could shoot in. Oh, my God. So people would always try to be the first one to get to the train car, because then they were essentially invincible, and they could just kill people and, you know, rack up kills without fear of getting hurt. Yes. You know? There's there's always something like that that someone's going to find and exploit, and then yeah. half the time the developers patch that shit out anyway. Because remember when, like, Sombra first got introduced, there was a glitch where she could, like, get inside the payload, which you oh, yeah. aren't supposed to be able to do. And she was invincible but could shoot out and was also invisible, which it was just, it was a whole mess. Yeah. People are always going to find the little loopholes and then, you know, people are always going to be better than you. That's just the state of the game. Pretty much. And I don't mind getting killed, but like, as long as I feel like I've contributed, I'm good. Yeah. And I feel like I'm contributing while I'm playing Halo right now. So I'm enjoying it. I've been playing a lot of it. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're having fun. It's good. I think I, since I have Game Pass, I'll probably stick with that for a little bit and see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, you're ready to, um, I don't know, fire Bobby Kotick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess, if you want to. God. All right, guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this big, lovely audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss a single episode. We release weekly every Monday. Rain, shine, holidays, whatever. We got you on Mondays. We even have other shows that are on different days. Always going to be on those days. We're there. You're always there. Okay? If you love that, if that is something that you love and take pride in, that good punctuality of a podcast... Go give us a little treat on Apple Podcasts with a little rate and review. That would help us out so much. Would help us get to more people and be punctual on everybody's podcast playlist. And if you're just going to get enough Yemtop, you can find us and friend us on each and every social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Thank you all so much for coming out and joining us on Twitch last Saturday. It was a really good time, and I'm happy that you guys were there to experience it with us. We saw some Dark Souls. We saw some bosses. It was scary. <laughs> good good times were had by all. Yes. And of course, thank you again to our patrons for supporting us. You guys are the heartbeat of the show and we couldn't do it without you. If you want to tell us what to talk about next, you can email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. Uh, send us anything and everything that's on your mind. What are you doing for the holidays? Did you have a happy Thanksgiving? I guess... I guess this is coming out after Thanksgiving, isn't it? Happy Thanksgiving, Robert. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, Kelsey. (laughs) So let us know how your holiday season's going. Let us know if you're like all up in the Black Friday deals, if you hate Black Friday, if you're a former retail worker that has PTSD because of Black Friday, I will be your shoulder to cry on. And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Go check him out on YouTube. He has 
the coolest beats, the coolest songs, and he's the coolest dude. Go check him out. And as always, thanks for listening, and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Which gaming studio is going to put their foot down? sound we wanted you to hear all right guys we forgot to put this in the show i'm putting it in there for you we are revealing the zeitgeist review are you ready are you ready sit back relax and enjoy these little tricks to those clues uh first we had a backpack and then we had a four leaf clover and then we had some a b blood types we are doing back for blood You guys were really close. Like, I know you guys were probably on the verge.